0: To episode 11 making uh, a little distance between us and the election now and we'll see if things are coming to some semblance of normal. Well, if nothing else is normal, we'll get back to our normal format anyway. So we'll start yeah. off with good times, bad times. I guess your good time is uh, your reading week. How, how's how's it all going? All right?
1: Yeah, it was fine. I did nothing. I, I slept almost every day till about 1 p.m., with the exception of the past two or three days.
0: Did you sleep more uh, or less the last two or three days? I slept the same
1: amount. I just went to bed earlier and got up earlier. Oh, okay. Bringing myself back around to having to be back at school starting tomorrow, so.
0: And is it? You yeah. said you were doing doing some in person starting tomorrow.
1: Yeah, we had a bit of an adventure, because um, when they originally told us we weren't going to be having in person classes, but the other two years of my program were, they said it's because they didn't have a space for us, and then they uh, then a space became available, and we did a three week workshop that was already you know, preordained that we asked for. And they said, yeah, once the space is available, you get a three-week workshop to finish off the unit that you got cut off in the spring. And then after that, we said, you know, well, there's a space. We just did three weeks in-person class successfully. Why do we have to stop? And the faculty was like, you know what? Good point. So they asked for an extension of our exception, and then that got approved. And then the next, that got approved one night and then the next morning the province released new restrictions that meant we couldn't have any in-person classes and all the years were actually going to lose their in-person classes so then we were told that got that email and that was very sad and then later that same day the province tweaked their restrictions to a point where we could have in-person classes again so that's where we are that's where we're at we are having in-person classes. Today. Um, Who knows
0: what tomorrow might bring.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, we have probably the worst provincial government handling of COVID-19 in the country with the exception of maybe Quebec.
0: That's always so, a, That's nice to know that your province is... At least you're standout. You don't want to be middle. You can't be top, be bottom.
1: I mean, nobody, nobody wants to be like Manitoba. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, that's good. Any other good times? If uh, that's a good time? Been-
1: uh you know what this has just been a week of of me just relaxing. Uh, it's all been good, but nothing's been like specially good, so I'm just I'm, I'm good.
0: Yeah. Well, we had Pfizer announce their vaccine trials this week were 90% effective in clinical trials. So that was good. Shortly after that, maybe a day or two after that, Russia announced their vaccine was 92% effective in clinical trials. Oh yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> that just made me laugh so much. <laughs> antibody treatment by eli Lilly got emergency approval <laughs> oh pardon me from the fda so that's good right. treatment i mean it's a it's a seems to be an effective treatment so hopefully it helps some people that already have it
1: yeah yeah i just hope it doesn't have bad side effects that they haven't figured out yet yeah
0: yeah you're taking your chance either way nobody knows the long-term effects of covid either yeah that's true that's all i got for good times this week not, All right. not much so moving on, we did talk about I just wanted to clarify something we talked about last week we talked about Ford a little bit and i I said I like the website and and how you know calling out the stages by the numbers and taking it sort of out of people's controls I like but there's definitely issues like I don't think he I don't like the way he handled the return to school you know plan uh, somehow I wish yeah. you could I wish you could air quote sometimes I wish this was a video chat a video blog a video <laughs> podcast vodcast is that what the kids are calling it
1: i would imagine that would qualify as a vlog
0: but this is or... a vlog. it's a podcast and if we were on video <laughs> yeah. it would be a vlog well, as soon as
1: you're on video it's just not a podcast anymore it's oh. something else entirely
0: anyway <laughs> you can't you can't you can't put air quotes when it's just air but we'll say plan in quotes uh, it was seriously lacking details and substance and i mean so far, so good. Knock on wood. I hope the dogs don't bark. It's been, you know, the school. There's been some issues in the schools, but it hasn't been a significant source of the second wave, is what what they're saying here. So that's good. But still, could have been even better. I think with a bit more straightforward, thought out plan. And 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 they had so much time to do it, and it seemed to be very last minute. So I just yeah, wanted to well, say, you know, yeah. he's 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 some things he does well. Other things he's still. 40 in.
1: yeah he's still you know he's doing well enough that the majority of ontarians approve of the job he's doing i don't see how overall like he's definitely doing better than some and doing better than i expected but i wouldn't say overall i approve i think he could have done much better People
0: i think he's think- definitely benefiting by being next to america like, hey, we're not oh, there. Yeah. We're not there. He's doing a great job.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think Canadian politicians get a lot get away with a lot by by just being next to America in general, but especially right now.
0: Yeah. Speaking of America, on Monday, the U.S. surpassed 10 million COVID cases, and they're saying possibly another 13 million million more by Christmas.
1: Yeah, I heard they could double their death toll by Christmas.
0: Yeah, not great. Not something you want to do by Christmas. Or the probably year end, yeah. whatever. I mean.
1: Also, you know what? Probably not something you want to do. Period. Yeah. But <laughs> especially not so quickly. You know, John Oliver said something in one of his recent episodes, "I don't know how well Biden's going to handle coronavirus. You just you just don't know until he's in office. But at the very least, he'll take it seriously, and that will be an improvement."
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then I I didn't realize this Rick Moranis was punched in the face while walking down the street in New York by a stranger.
1: Yeah, I remember when that happened. I didn't. I remember re- when that
0: happened. I don't remember that happening. I don't think I heard it when it happened. But the man who punched him was just arrested.
1: It happened late September.
0: Yeah, yeah. I wonder did they? Do you know if he knew it was Rick Moranis? He just really didn't like Spaceballs, or because everybody likes Ghostbusters.
1: <laughs> I can't. I I don't recall.
0: Honey, I shrunk the kids. No that's bad just like i didn't like that movie maybe it was <laughs> honey i blew up the kids that's probably why you got punched in the face because shrunk the kids was pretty funny
1: i haven't seen either of them so i i feel like i can't comment
0: all right. you're missing out kind
1: okay of all over the world Tonight, News from around the world from your most trusted news source. Um,
0: <laughs> well, if, forced- a, if the only other source is like Fox or something, we might pee. <laughs> I, I,
1: I don't think there are many people who listen to two uh, things, and one of them's Fox and one of them's us. Probably not. Considering the fact that our audience is both my grandmother's and mom, and sometimes aunts and uncles. Not mom no not mom anymore you're right mom is so far Even behind grandma, i was talking to grandma she said she's at least three episodes behind yeah
0: you know you know what's fun next the final segment we'll go over some of the details of where we are listened to because i find it very interesting and i want uh i want to talk to the listeners but we'll talk to them later sorry you go ahead go on okay. with your point all
1: right yes my brief story boris johnson prime minister of england conservative prime minister of, of Great Britain uh, is in isolation after possibly being exposed to somebody with COVID. And I think it's worth noting he's already had COVID and it's happened to him again where he's possibly been exposed to it and he has to self-isolate. And when you're the prime minister of one of the most powerful nations in the world, I feel like getting COVID once Kind of shows a bit of an incompetence because you're clearly not being safe, and you're. I feel like your team should be better, but even if it's not getting it twice, even possibly being exposed to it twice, like it seems stupid.
0: Yeah, I mean they are a bit more public, you know, like they they are doing things a bit. He, he's a bit more exposed to the public. I mean, you, you take your precautions. I don't know. I'd need to read more details into the exposure. Like was it at at the parliament or was it? Well, he was out for dinner, you know.
1: <laughs> well, he was like out at the bar partying yeah. with his friends. Yeah, <laughs> out, out,
0: at a, out at a disco. <laughs> I think, um, I think Boris likes to boogie.
1: I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. He's a bit, he's a bit crazy, kind of, you know, Trumpian. It
0: but was he, small- he, speaking of, he's congratulated Biden on the victory.
1: Yes, he has. Yeah. It was with a small group of lawmakers on on Thursday, including one who developed coronavirus symptoms and tested positive. And I mean,
0: I you know you have to keep the country running as much as possible. So if if it's if it's yeah, but well, you have he's to meet the person. It doesn't mean he has it, right? It doesn't yeah, mean but- he has it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But I really feel like
0: they were masked. Should- if they were masked and social distanced, they're just taking a precaution because he, because somebody that he tested with tested positive, right?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just I, if he gets right.
0: it again, I mean, well, I don't. I'm not sure you can get it twice. I think there's been a couple cases, but not many. But I, I don't know. I, I kind of think he is going to be one of the more exposed people in the world, like the you know leaders of of countries.
1: Yes, uh, but couldn't he have just done this meeting virtually? Then there would have been no risk.
0: Yeah, but I mean the risk. I, I, I don't know. But I, from all the movies I've seen, can people like then hack in and listen to calls that are sensitive? I
1: think that the you know MI6 should be able to prevent that kind of thing.
0: Maybe I don't know. James Bond send out James yeah. Bond. I, I'm not James sure. Bond. Some things I think you probably don't want. To do over the internet, uh, I could I could understand that if it was a sensitive issue, I can I can understand. I don't I don't know what it was about. Like it depends probably what again it depends what law they were doing. If it was something that you know something to do with jaywalking, they should have probably done it over Zoom. But yeah, maybe they just yeah. have poor internet at Ten Downing. Maybe
1: it's a relatively new story, so I mean that's pretty much all the details we know. Who knows what they were meeting about? Or yeah,
0: yeah, we need to get a bit more details. I mean in general. I I don't think he's the brightest uh, light in the in the store or in the in the chandelier. What is that brightest light in the what?
1: (laughs) All I know, the only one I know is Christmas themed, and it's not the brightest bulb on the Christmas tree.
0: Bulb on the tree, or or knife in the drawer. I could have gotten that sharpest Sharpest knife in the drawer.
1: I think it's knife in the block.
0: Block, yeah. Well, we don't have a block. Well, we do, but either way, (laughs) either way. Yeah. Anything else?
1: No, that's all I got for all over the world. I was scrolling through and i mean we could go into the many stories of the various times that well actually that would be another segment i it's been a slow week all over the world i guess
0: yeah and also you know we've had a couple of long episodes if we can keep one to under an hour it might be nice for the listeners
1: yeah that was i think that's why grandma's behind because she's like stuck on the two two hour long episodes and she's probably just like
0: well you guys shut up (laughs) yeah (laughs) you like the sound of your own voice much yeah, geez. A new Italian study shows COVID was in Italy in September of 2019, well before it was originally thought. They had, they were doing some lung cancer study. Otherwise, the healthy people have had the COVID antibodies in their system. They found out. So, oh, that was wow. That was well before. I mean, it did stuff. Didn't lock down till March of 2020. Because I know I was I was in India.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right.
0: And it was bad in Germany, and then it got bad in Italy. So it was like they thought it was bad in Italy in April or something, but people had it in September of 2019.:
1: Yeah, I've heard that I've heard that it is even possibly in Canada as early as December of 2019.:
0: Yeah, it wasn't me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there is one other thing that I, I forgot to mention. I, it was an, a story that broke a few hours ago. Peru's president, interim president, has just resigned after five days in office.
0: Just got tired of it? <laughs> uh, the
1: stress of the job on just got second thought. <laughs> no, cause, okay, so what happened was, I'm assuming five days ago, this is actually the first I'm hearing of this, but apparently what happened was the legislative body of Peru ousted the former president, I'm guessing about five days ago, on accusations of bribery that instituted this new guy as the interim president but the former president was quite popular and there have been massive and unruly protests throughout Peru as people have been calling it a coup and even the president the ex-president rather has said it was a coup and he's called for the courts to step in so people were unhappy and uh after five days of intense and unruly protests the the person that the legislature swore in as the interim president uh stepped down
0: sounds like um, america
1: yeah i mean it's five days that's not long I feel like he didn't really try you know
0: yeah i think if you're gonna be sworn in as as the leader you should probably give it a month
1: yeah especially after he didn't even he get just- his
0: benefits don't you need 90 days before you get your benefits kicked in
1: i don't know he might have still been on probation
0: yes i think he was no doubt
1: <laughs> so yeah i think that's interesting i mean but of course like if you're gonna oust a popular leader like did they think they were just gonna get away with it scot-free like did he think this guy was just gonna cruise in and be like yeah that's fine there will be no consequences to this whatsoever
0: so who sorry i missed it who'd you say ousted him?
1: the legislature
0: okay and, and did they say why
1: accusations of bribery
0: okay yeah shouldn't they prove it before they oust him?
1: I don't know. I don't know if they did prove it. I I didn't get... I I didn't say in the article if it was proved or not.
0: Uh, Some Peruvian proof is what we need. (laughs) Okay, TNT. Trudeau's got off a little easy the last few weeks. You you got something this week? I I do. Uh, A liberal MP,
1: not directly related to Trudeau, Trudeau, but uh, a liberal MP... a backbencher from either Don Valley West or Don Valley East, I'm not sure which, somewhere in Don Valley, has been forced to resign from the Liberal caucus, so she now actually sits as an independent, when it was um, Don Valley East. I just checked, Don Valley East. She was leaving the Liberal caucus after CBC News uh, uncovered a story and was publishing a story revealing that this MP had hired her sister To work in her constituency office on the public dollar. And her sister had been working there since 2017. And of course it is against ethics rules to hire your family on the public dollar in Canada. Not in America, but in Canada. Doesn't seem to be in America. No, but she's been an MP for a long time. But yeah, she's stepping down because she's using public money to to pay her family, uh, which is not allowed.
0: That's interesting. I'm not, I don't know. I, I get it. I get why it's not allowed. But also, you know, the politicians need people they can trust in these in positions, right? And who are you going to mm-hmm. trust more than your sister? As long as, if, the, if that is a real position, and she is actually qualified for it, I'm not sure I ha- would have a problem with that, but on on the other hand, then everybody would do it, right? And you just have everybody and everybody in, little, literally everybody and their brother working in the politician's office. <laughs>
1: yeah, I just there, there's a, there's been an update on this story since I wrote it down, or since I first saw it, rather. I just wrote it down today, but since I first saw it, and it says that several former staffers, this is CBC, several former staffers claim that. Ratanzi, who is the MP, told employees to call her sister named, and I'm going to butcher this, but Zinat Katari, Katri, something like that. Not by that name, but by Jenny. And those employees also said that they saw uh, Katri hide under her desk or in another room when people came into the office who might recognize her staff also were told not to photograph her sister at events
0: so obviously they knew it was wrong it wasn't like something (laughs) that something that they did by accident so then that's yeah okay i get it then she should be out yeah i'm not sure it should be as long as the other thing is you know if she if her sister's earning in line with other people and not way more than other people then i I get i get having someone that you can trust in that office Uh, for example in the going to the u.s obviously but uh john f kennedy put his brother in as the attorney general right yeah like it's it's not unheard of but if but it's against I, the rules it's against the rules so
1: i don't know if we should be using the kennedys putting their family in a position of power as a good idea as an example of a good idea because it didn't work out well for many of them it
0: did not it did not
1: <laughs> yeah so the conservatives have asked that remedial measures be taken they were no more specific than that. I don't know how she can be punished.
0: Well, they could fine her whatever they paid her, sis- whatever her sister Ooh. earned over the last few years.
1: Yeah, something like that. Anyway, apparently, it goes. The article goes on that there are apparently other issues in her office, but I don't want to be reading that mid podcast. But uh, it seems to be a developing story. So if there's anything else, we'll we'll bring it up next time.
0: We will keep um, an eye on it.
1: Yeah, she's been democratically elected, so there's that. I don't know, I feel like there should be a punishment where you can get kicked out, you know? No longer MP. You screw up too bad.
0: Yeah, and then you just have a, a by-election.
1: Yeah, and you can elect somebody else, you know? Plus, and if if she wants they need, to generally
0: again, they need more by-elections so that your phone starts recognizing it as a word.
1: Yeah, they do. I, also, I mean, I also think that we should have what Britain has, which is recall votes, which is where when you can... Um,
0: Remember who you voted for.
1: Yeah, you, you have... A kind of a reverse election where so you need like x amount of signatures on a petition that is then submitted to the parliament and then if you know you reach x amount of signatures you can basically trigger a by-election and the person can run again there's actually nothing stopping them from running again if their party wants to nominate them and then if they hold it then they're not allowed to be recalled again for the remainder of their term or or for like a year or I don't know, there's some sort of rule there so you're not just constantly recalling somebody. And if they lose, then it switches. And I, I think that's uh I think that's a good idea because four years is a long time and things like this come out where you know, somebody who you know you voted for and then you learn that they're a crook and you're like, kinda don't want you representing me anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't be bad. I think it it would have to be a pretty high number of uh, signatures. I wouldn't want it happening a lot. But in the case of something bad, you, you, it would be nice to have a way to to get them out.
1: Yeah, exactly. I don't know what Britain uses, but we could make whatever you know, amount of signatures that we wanted if we were to write a similar law. But it's been in an act in Britain since 2015. I think they've only had like three recall elections.
0: Yeah, no, it would take a uh, I don't think it would happen much. People yeah. are people are generally lazy. You can't even get yeah, them out exactly. to vote. You think they're gonna get them out to do a recall? Yeah,
1: most people, unless you're unless you're like MP's a minister, most people probably can't even name their MP. Yeah. They're like, I don't know, I voted for the red one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Alright, moving yeah, do you have any more Trudeau or should we No, nope, that's push all along? I got from Trudeau.
1: He I, I don't know if we've been neglecting him or if he's been low key recently, but uh
0: Yeah, well I think there's just so much else going on right now.
1: Yeah. We've been- you know, I did hear here's Here's a good transition transition story i heard that trudeau was the first world leader to congratulate biden
0: Uh, that doesn't surprise me yeah thank goodness
1: (laughs) he breathed for the first time in four years
0: i don't care if you rigged it joe i'm glad you won
1: (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) joe joe I rigged it for you. That's right. (laughs) Canadian interference in the U.S. election.
0: All right, moving on to Trump. Go ahead.
1: Uh, Yeah, so, as we know, Trump has publicly refused to concede, but privately, apparently, he is making his, you know, future plans. And one of the things that has been tossed around, sort of in rumors and, you know, insiders talking to the media, say that Trump is potentially planning tossing around the idea of announcing a 2024 bid for the presidency in december
0: it's interesting i mean mary thinks we talked on last week she said she didn't think he would have anything like the republican party would want him gone so is this bid as a republican or as an independent
1: i would imagine as a republican and i imagine that there are Republicans who do want him gone, but I think he's bred a new kind of brand of Republicans, some of them who now hold elected, powerful office, who I think would want him back in. Maybe. And because of that, I think it would be very bad for the Republican Party if he ran again, because it would divide them and it would remind everyone. 'Cause uh, first of all I have to say I, I think he has he would have a shot at winning the Republican nomination, probably not by as much as he did in two thousand and
0: sixteen. Depends um, who he ends up running against.
1: But yes, yeah, yes, absolutely. But I, I think he has a shot at it, but I don't think he could win the presidency again. I think he was awfully like, close. like Joe Biden I know, but Joe Biden would have to really, really bungle some stuff up. To convince enough people to get back out and vote for Trump, thinking, you know what? Trump was was better than this guy. Yeah, I regret that change. Trump was better. It also like,
0: depends on who's running in 2024 for the Dems.
1: Yes. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose that's true. But still, I think in four years, people, if they see another Trump presidency on the horizon, they will get just as energized.
0: Maybe. hope so. It. I hope so. But, but there was a uh, lot of people that were energized to to get it keep it going yeah the the uh i think it was seth myers talked to, was talking about that and he's like are you kidding man in four years you'll be 78 which is the perfect age to be president because that's how old biden is
1: yeah. yeah that was that was stephen colbert oh
0: was it oh, okay
1: yeah i remember that but i i will say even if trump runs and doesn't get the republican nomination i still think it would be bad for the republican party because it will keep its association with Trump.
0: Uh, you can't stop him from doing it, though, can they?
1: They cannot stop him from running for the nomination. No.
0: So all they can do is is beat him down if you know right from the very beginning if they they don't want it. But
1: yeah, they would have to. I think the the RNC would have to like right off the top pick who they wanted and then funnel funds into that person's campaign.
0: But they won't do that because Trump just put the top person, just reappointed the top RNC person to uh, another couple no. of years so
1: Trump Trump doesn't do that appointment he endorsed somebody and then they get voted on yeah
0: endorsed but either way he endorsed
1: yes yeah absolutely so we'll we'll see we'll see how it happens the other thing that's being floated around that people are saying is that he's considering starting his own right-wing media company to take out Fox News because he's mad at Fox News right now
0: I hope he does that I would like to see that if he's then he's just occupied and i never have to turn that station on
1: yeah but other you can't people, turn you know, off
0: the president
1: but if he gives himself a platform people will keep listening to him they'll only listen to him and it will be that much more difficult to to educate people and, and for people to see you know reality
0: i think the people that want that news get that news regardless there's enough there's enough alex joneses and tucker carlson and uh steve bannon and you know they all have right wing media
1: i wonder if sean hannity and tucker carlson and and their lot would uh leave fox news and go join this trump network
0: maybe that's probably why they're towing this line so hard is because they're all gunning for jobs at the uh trump news network tnn that's already a thing that's the nashville network you couldn't call it tnn they'll probably just call (laughs) it trump tv
1: yeah probably
0: definitely has to have his name in uh, it.
1: yeah well we'll see what happens but in the meantime he's still technically the president he's a lame duck president is what they're called when they're on their way out and i like calling him a lame duck but this this lame duck president is currently refusing to allow his covid team to work with biden's covid team and Dr. Fauci says that it would probably be good if they could work together to, to smooth out the transition and be like, this is what we know, and this is what our plans are, and this is how we can get ready, you know, like for a transition.
0: Yeah, I'm certain, um, I'm certain that Fauci's smarter than me, but I think he's wrong in this case. Why do you want the Trump group of idiots working with a group of competent people? Yeah. <laughs> like, if you well, have 10 I- smart people in the room, why are you going to bring 10 <laughs> people who, who are not as smart? Like well, those ten people who aren't that smart might
1: have access to information that the ten smart people don't have.
0: Maybe, but who's the, who's the head of the COVID for Trump? Pence? You want Pence? Part of that conversation? Well, I, like,
1: I think I think that the pro, I think the reason Trump won't let them work together is because they'll go in the like the the Biden team would walk in and they'd go into the office and they'd say like you know office of the covid task force and they'd open that door and it's just mike pence stuffed in a broom closet you know yeah, or it's, waiting yeah. for
0: what have what you done so far there. well we've picked out the desks that we're going to have in here
1: we we drank the bleach <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah of course i mean the whole trump administration is refusing to aid across the board in any sort of transition or give biden any sort of access that the president-elect is normally allowed and I think it was capped off when Mike Pompeo, the Secretary of State, said, when asked, about, you know, can you assure that there will be a smooth transition of power? He said, we can assure that there will be a smooth transition of power to a second Trump term.
0: Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. There are people that said he was joking. I think he might have even been one of them. I can't remember if it was Jimmy Kimmel or Seth Meyers I was like, this is a that is a non-joking position, the Secretary of State. You don't. If you want to be a comedian, be a comedian. But you don't, you don't, you don't do Secretary of State with a side hustle as a comedian.
1: <laughs> Mike Pompeo moonlighting at the yak yak hut.
0: Yeah, it did. Oh, it just doesn't. It's not good. It they need to be serious people. It's a serious position. No jokes. Yeah.
1: I think it was John Oliver, but it might have been Stephen Colbert, was talking about who Biden picked to be his new chief of staff which is some guy whose name I don't know. Yeah. And they said <laughs> something like and I have nothing to say about this person cuz I have no idea who they are. And I cannot wait to spend the next 4 years having no idea who they are, never having to worry about who they are and looking forward to never saying their name again.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that was that was Stephen Colbert and Seth Meyers said the same a, a very similar thing like this this is the only time in the next four years you will ever hear his name.
1: Yeah, and I hope that's true with most of Biden's cabinet.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Stephen Colbert went on about you know there was a group of ten uh, some sort of advisory thing, and he's like, "I'm so happy I don't I won't be buying a pillow from any one of these people, and I won't be." <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was very good. Very good. It is. It is nice to get a sense of uh, decorum. Back to the White House.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm also, I have to say I'm excited. I might have said this before. I might have said this in the last one, but I am very excited to criticize Joe Biden a lot over the next four years, because I think I will be, but never really being scared of some of the decisions he might make. Yeah. I think I'll look at that and say, that's a bad decision, but I'm not thinking I might die from this decision, you know? (laughs) It's kind of like how I feel with the liberals. It's like, I, I you know, I, I am not a liberal. I don't like the liberals. But when we move from, you know, conservatives in power to liberals in power, I'm like, this is good because I don't think, I think the liberals will make a lot of bad decisions. I don't think they're going to make a lot of dangerous decisions. And uh, that's how I feel. I feel like we're moving from a conservative to a liberal.
0: Well, oh are. Except for you. Yeah. You're also moving from a lunatic to a sane person.
1: Yeah i think joe biden i'm not sure one of the games i like to play with myself is what party would american politicians be in if they came over here and i, I joe biden would either is be that a, very a bo- do you have,
0: is there dice involved in that do you have little pieces
1: <laughs> no no just a mind game you know
0: i think that could be a i t- could be a board you know board games are big sellers especially now with covid that could be a hit like masks and dice i don't know how you work it all in but we got to work on that Okay.
1: Well, I think that Joe Biden would have been a progressive conservative throughout the 80s and 90s, and then he would have left and joined, the become a moderate liberal when the conservatives joined with the reform.
0: Sure. I got to say, I've never That's played I, that game.
1: It doesn't matter. Go to your Trump story.
0: Uh, yeah, Something you already mentioned, the State Department isn't giving Biden or his transition team dozens, dozens of messages. I mean, the Daily... Threat report, he's not getting in mm-hmm. and, and that, which is insane. But he's also not... Ridiculous things like messages from other foreign leaders, they aren't giving it to him, which is just ridiculous because they're doing it out of spite. But the other thing that makes it even more ridiculous is typically the State Department allows former presidents and vice presidents to use their resources to call foreign leaders and have correspondence with foreign leaders whenever they want. So because he was vice president... He should have access to that anyway, whenever he wants. Forget about being the pe- president-elect, but he used to be vice president, so they can't stop him, but yet they are. So it's just another— I, I, I uh, he's, Trump is is Yeah, yeah, neither did I. But it's just another Trump holding his breath and stomping his feet, and, and it's just another bully baby move that I am going to be happy to see gone. He's just not an adult. Like on so many yeah. levels, he's not an adult. And I can't I still I still boggles my mind that seventy million people voted for him. Seventy two. And apparently John Voigt was one of them. Did you see the John Voigt video? Who is John Voight? He's an actor. He's a famous actor. I'm sure you know him. He's I can't think of he was in Midnight Cowboy, I think, but you probably don't know him from there. I'm just trying to think of something that you would have seen him in.
1: I got an IMDBM.
0: Alright, go for it. But yeah, I'm sure you know him. But anyway, he said it's a fight of Good versus Satan or something, like leftists or Satanists or something along those lines. My God. And did you hear about the, the clashes in Washington?
1: I, I I kind of briefly heard I think I saw something, but uh tell us about it.
0: Well I, I, I was ask I was asking I was hoping you heard more than me. I, I just saw little bits, oh, but the right is saying it, it was the left there was a peaceful protest until the night time when the left lefties came out and and then it turned violent i don't know i don't know what went down but if it was then you know those people should be should be uh arrested and prosecuted yeah whatever well, side I mean, they
1: I were on out, i imagine they'll never figure out who it is
0: ah, there's lots of cameras in washington
1: yeah maybe they will are you do you mean washington state or washington dc dc Oh. There are Trump supporters in Washington DC?
0: I think it was Washington DC.
1: That that surprises me. DC is the most democratic electoral college because it's not a state, but thing that gives electoral college votes in the United States.
0: Oh well, maybe it was Washington state then, I don't know. They right. got
1: <laughs> Joe Biden got 92.9% of the vote in Washington DC.
0: I, they might not have been locals, like I think it was some sort of rally to support Sorry. trump
1: so or they, or maybe everyone who supports trump in washington d c went out all eighteen thousand one hundred
0: and seventy two of them yeah, I'm not sure i am not sure where it was, maybe it, maybe then it was Washington state. I don't know, but you just gotta be i mean that's let's, let's keep our cool. Ideally, on both sides, yeah. you know, you want to protest, even if you want to protest for Trump. I think you're an idiot, but knock yourself out. But there's, I don't think, I don't think you want it to devolve into into violence and people getting hurt. Yeah, no,
1: that's uh, unacceptable. Although it's funny, all the people in 2016 who are like, "Oh, left wing people, you lost, accept it." Now the same ones are like freaking
0: out. Yeah, uh, I mean, you can, again, it's the difference. I, I do think. I was somewhere. It said it's it's more difficult to accept lo- accept losing when you win the popular vote, which I I sort of get. But it's also the way your system's set up, so you know it you know it can happen, so you should be prepared for it. But and they're are yeah. right too. Whoever wins wins. I mean that's the way it goes. Whoever gets the more votes wins, and they get to be your president for four years. And if you don't like it, yeah. then you go vote again four years later.
1: Do you think that Joe Biden? I was having this conversation with somebody. Do you think Joe Biden's in danger of being assassinated? Yeah. I think so too. I think for the next six-ish months, he should be really careful.
0: Yeah, there's. I mean, listen. There's, there's so much hatred from that side, and a lot of them are very heavily armed.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's my feeling as well. I think I think he's probably one of the most likely people to be assassinated uh, in a long time since JFK.
0: I mean, Reagan was shot, but he wasn't killed. So you never know. He might not.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, you know, but that getting was shot critical. at. Sorry. Reagan's attempted assassination wasn't political, he just wanted to impress Jody Foster, the assassin.
0: Yeah. Well, who doesn't want to impress Jody Foster? <laughs>
1: I'm trying to tell you something about my life.
0: Closer to fine, coming off our shortest TNT in probably close to a month.
1: Maybe ever.
0: Which is nice. It's it's good to have less to talk about in that section. It is. It is. Well, I gotta say this this uh, this past week, the Miami Marlins, uh, the baseball team, have hired the first woman GM in any of the four big sports, which is great. This she was super overqualified. She's she's had at least five interviews for GM jobs. Uh, she's worked at the head office for MLB for the last number of years. And uh, Derek Jeter, who I don't know if he's the owner or just the the head of baseball operations down in down in florida but also played for her when she was the assistant gm in with the new york yankees hired her and gave her a shot so all the best of luck to her i think i believe her name is kim ning ing like ng she's also the first asian asian american to be gm of a in MLB, which is also good. So a groundbreaking move by the Miami Marlins.
1: What are the big four? Um, Are football, basketball, hockey, and baseball?
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
1: Okay. Not curling.
0: No. I think that's fifth. (laughs) It's not fifth. No. It's it's probably 12th. (laughs) Right behind lawn darts. It just doesn't... Listen, curling's very big in Canada. There's not there's not a lot of traction in the U.S.
1: I don't think it's very big in Canada. I think it's...
0: Oh, it is. It gets huge ratings on Can. The the Briar gets very big ratings on Canadian television, like very big.
1: Okay, well, give it a fifteen years, and I promise it won't be
0: big. No, I think it. Why? Well, I think it will be. I think it will be. It's a good sport. We'll see. Another this story. I just I it just makes me smile. I don't know why, but. A two-year-old Belgian racing pigeon who who was named New Kim. Don't know what happened to the original Kim. (laughs) Probably some sort of of, of pigeon racing accident, I'm assuming. Maybe flew into a fan or got hit by a car. I don't know. Or an
1: eagle interference from uh, other birds.
0: New Kim set a world record of 1.6 million euros at an auction that ended on Sunday. The online auction house had said the the offers for the pigeon had hit 1.32 million euros in the past week, surpassing the previous record of 1.252 million euros set in March of 2019 for another Belgian pigeon. So this bidding started at 200 euros. It started at 200 euros, because it's a pigeon. So yeah, 200 euros seems really expensive for a pigeon but, and I've been to Belgium. There's lots of pigeons there. I think I might go, like, catch one and and auction it off. But, so, started at 200 euros uh, on November 2nd, but rose quickly to 1.31 1. million euros from a South African group uh, within the first 90 minutes. And then do they, two... Do they
1: know how auctions work? Yeah. Like, did they just shoot I, up there? I don't
0: know. Accidentally added...
1: Yeah, 1.3 million?
0: It, put the put the Put the decimal in the wrong spot i don't know the two <laughs> two wealthy Chinese collectors then fought it out on Sunday in a frantic last thirty minutes of bidding, and apparently chinese enthusiasm enthusiasm for long distance racing of home, homing pigeons has driven prices up sharply, yeah, I think you can say that's pretty safely, <laughs> especially with birds from the traditionally from the traditional heartland of the sport in Belgium, which I I didn't know. I've been to Belgium a lot, and I did not know it was the heartland of pigeon racing. I'm going to have to talk to my Belgian friends and see (coughs) if any of them are into pigeon racing. But it seems no other country has such a high concentration of pigeon enthusiasts as Belgium. So Nicholas Glisselbreich, the CEO and founder of Pippa. I'm assuming is the Pigeon Racing League I don't know said so you have 20,000 pigeon fanciers in a very small country competing with each other on a very high level it's like the Champions League which is like the soccer league in Europe so just insane 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 a pigeon that sold for 1.6 million euros
1: now here's okay so so here's my question are these pigeons who are racing flying or walking? Flying. Well then I don't care. Because I'm not gonna see them anyway. But I would I would be very interested in watching a bunch of pigeons like a run as dash. fast as they can <laughs> towards a finish line.
0: No, and I don't think you see them because I think it's long range. And it, I think it's a race, but I also think it's accuracy. Like they, they it's like a, a Google pigeon, you know, like you go to this place yeah and and then you send it like like the crows in in that show game of thrones
1: seems like well those are ravens but it seems like a boring sport where you like you set them off and then they're like all right well they're gone Uh, uh, i guess we check back in in uh four days
0: apparently it's not it is filled with intrigue as i mean i mean there's there's athletes there's there's actual human athletes that don't get paid 1.6 million euros uh, you know a year or whatever so it's so it's so new Kim. Good for new Kim. Like she must be a heck of a flyer.
1: Yeah. So it goes: baseball, hockey, football, basketball, pigeon racing, curling.
0: Something like that. Now, I I don't think you got the top four in <laughs> order. If you're talking about money or something, but something like that. Football's <laughs> number one because of uh, just the betting and stuff. So football's the most money of any of the sports. Most money gets thrown around. Basketball, baseball, probably close. And then, and then hockey's probably a, I'm not even sure how it got included in the four, but good for it that it did. And then pigeon racing. <laughs> Popularity. And then pigeon racing. And, and another story I saw in Palencia, Spain, they got some rework done on a exterior office. It was a very ornate office building and they wanted to give it a facelift. So, The sculpture, it's a stone sculpture. The face, which was very clearly uh, a woman's face, now looks like it's a surprise face for Gumby. Like somebody redid it, and it looks like... If you haven't seen this before and after picture, look it up. Go to Google right now, put in Palencia, Spain, restoration fail, and take a look at this picture. It is absolutely unbelievable. I don't know... Who they're hiring. It's like they hired me to do the sculpturing work. This is the sculpture that I would do if I were to do this rework. (laughs) (laughs) Did you just see it?
1: I just looked it up. Yeah. (laughs) Who who thought they could just get away with that? (laughs) They're like, this is close enough.
0: (laughs) Like it went from a woman. I couldn't think of a better description than surprised Gumby can you like uh it's it's unbelievable
1: (laughs) this this is called uh the caption for this photo is the potato head of palencia
0: (laughs) it could be yeah potato mr potato head's a good example too yeah it's like a just a circle mouth and two circle eyes and a blank face no detail at all
1: this is who got hired for this
0: i'm telling you not a sculptor
1: (laughs) yeah clearly This
0: is ridiculous. I showed it to mom. She's like, that's not real. Like, it is. She's like, no, that didn't happen. I'm like, it did happen. It happened. (laughs) No, no, that's not real. That's somebody's, that's not real. That's fake news. No, this is real news. This happened. And it's not the first, it's not the first thing that's happened. There's a bunch of paintings that have been restored in Spain. And the, the, the after work looks like it was done by children. I don't know who they're... I don't know if they're running out of money, but man, oh man, they gotta vet these artists better.
1: Oh God, Spain's a mess top to bottom.
0: All right, over to you. What do you got?
1: I, I got TV-related stuff, because there are new seasons of two shows that I really like out. One, the first one, is there's a new season of The Mandalorian, which is a great Disney Plus show. Have you seen it yet?
0: Once it's all done, I'll watch it. I don't like waiting for episodes and stuff. I like watching a show once it's over.
1: That's fair. It is annoying because they release an episode every Friday on Disney Plus. Yeah. So I've seen the first three episodes now, and I not I don't like waiting every week, but I also do because it gives me something to look forward to, and it gives me something to watch for a while. Because compare this to now, The Crown, which is the other show that I really like, that the new season just came out today and it's on Netflix and they released all the episodes and i've already watched half the season and i'm going to watch at least two more episodes once we're done recording this <laughs> and it's just going to be gone i'm going to be done it and there's going to be nothing to, and i have to wait another 2 years to see a new episode of the crown you know
0: yeah oh well, i don't sit and watch 6 hours of tv normally i might watch a couple episodes maybe 2 3 you know, episodes
1: i don't necessarily like i wouldn't say i normally do but in lockdown i do yeah and on reading week i do so I'm glad that The Mandalorian will keep carrying on for at least a few more episodes. Well, I mean, that's um, the
0: way but, I grew up watching TV. Everything, yeah. everything was week to week.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But The Crown is, you know, based on Queen Elizabeth and, and some history, and they're just getting into the Thatcher years.
0: Yeah, I, I may go back. I know Mom's seen it. I may go back and start that because I don't want to start watching it now, but I do find these years very interesting because I remember them yeah so i might go back and watch the older ones so that i don't so i know what's going on and then continue watching it Uh, it's just not the type of show uh, i normally watch is it funny i mean is the queen like a cut up is it
1: (laughs) there are funny episodes i i but it's i mean it's a drama it's a drama yeah is it uh, is there
0: some action is there like does the the queen never do, do james bond type stuff a boat
1: blew up in a, a few episodes ago.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I might, I might do that because I am intrigued by this season, and this is the first season I have been. And I, I do like the actress that's playing the queen. I, I really liked Olivia her in, Finn? in, uh, yeah, she was in Broadchurch, right? And she was great in that. And she oh, was maybe in...
1: she's a she's a fantastic actress. Yeah, I mean, the, the acting, the acting. And every season, it is has been phenomenal. They have Helena Bonham Carter for the past two seasons playing um, Princess Margaret. And then this season, they have Gillian Anderson as Margaret Thatcher.
0: Yeah, yeah I saw that.
1: And, and she's doing a phenomenal job. And, you know, I'm always, I'm always taken in by fantastic acting. And, and one of the things I've always admired about the show, as I just said, was the fantastic acting. But a lot of people, myself included, have a lot of mixed feelings about Gillian Anderson as Margaret Thatcher because I think Margaret Thatcher is one of the worst elected heads of government in, in world's history. I think she was an absolute monster. By far, probably one of Britain's worst prime ministers, top three, had no idea what she was doing. Horrible, horrible woman, heartless, cruel, terrible person. But Gillian Anderson is doing such a good job acting her and, and bringing out a human side and showing a human side that I find myself like sympathizing with her sometimes and in some moments cheering for her. And I'm like, no, this is still, you know, Margaret Thatcher, Satan's spawn. And, and that's my conflict. Other people that i know have conflict because uh jillian anderson is quite the sexual icon in the lesbian community and i have friends in that community and they say that who also you know hate margaret thatcher for obvious reasons and they say that watching jillian anderson do that they've never been more sexually confused in their life
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, is there any is there any alien stuff like is he bring in the x-files ex- david duchovny ever make an appearance
1: not yet no not yet something to watch for Um, (laughs) but it's great a great great show and the new season the mandalorian is fantastic they are they have brought in a character
0: in the mandalorian or the crown they can't bring in characters in in the the crown yeah
1: i was gonna say it's kind of (laughs)
0: history they can't just bring somebody in
1: (laughs) yeah so they're they're bringing in a a character if the
0: the ratings get low they can't have queen elizabeth have a new baby (laughs)
1: yeah exactly No, they brought in a character who was first introduced in the animated TV show, The Clone Wars, and then was then brought back in for the animated TV show, Star Wars Rebels. And now it's in The Mandalorian. Right. No, 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 no. Not a main character, but she's been a reoccurring character. And I always get mixed feelings about that because I think it's super cool when there's like all the interwoven plot lines and, you know, uh, uh, these things. And and it, it makes me, you know, I can watch The Mandalorian and I understand sort of like some of the greater overarching stuff that's going on that's been going on sort of in the background of star wars for for within the star wars universe decades but if you've just watched the movies and you're watching the mandalorian which is a more grown-up show admittedly than the clone wars and rebels though i would argue that both those shows are more grown up than they appear and they certainly become as the seasons go on but if you've just watched the movies and then you watch the mandalorian you know it'll mean nothing to you
0: right yeah
1: right and, and it's like the same thing with Darth Maul appearing at the end of Solo. Anyone who's watched Star Wars The Clone Wars knows that Darth Maul is canonically alive, survived. His survival is explained, like he has a whole arc. But if you're just watching Solo because you just like Star Wars and you watch the movies and you see the end of that, you're like, what's this guy doing? He, he died a long time ago. Like, what's going on? And so I, I, I'm never quite sure how I feel about when Disney starts intermixing characters like that.
0: Yeah, I think it might be two different things there. I don't know what the other character did. I don't know who you're referring to, but someone like Darth Maul is tough to bring back because everybody saw him die. We all know he's dead. So it's yeah. like, wait a second, what just happened there? He's dead. Whereas the other one, it's just, it's just a non-factor for everybody else, right? Just another character that comes into the show. It might yes, have more but- meaning to you, but it's not, didn't that person die in episode whatever?
1: Yeah, I guess maybe, I I guess it it would depend on, because this seems like like this character is having an arc that they're going to pursue further in the show. Right. And she seems, and it seems to be a continuation of her story that we saw start in the Clone Wars and continue in Rebels. So I guess if they if they go back and they do some explaining, then maybe it's fine. But uh, if they just assume that everybody knows what's going on, then you might have some people who are like, "Wait, sorry, what's happening?"
0: Yeah, you can always Google. It's all on the internet. I heard that Bryce Dallas Harper directed this episode, and people are saying that they should she should, she should get a movie. It was so well done.
1: Oh, Bryce Dallas Howard.
0: Oh, sorry, yeah, Bryce Dallas Howard, not Harper. Okay,
1: I still I I, I feel like I recognize her.
0: Well, she's um, Ron I'll... Howard's daughter.
1: Yeah. I feel like I've seen her in things. She could have. I, to be honest, I didn't think that the most recent episode was any better than the other episodes. I think they've all been fantastic.
0: Oh, well, I, don't, I haven't um, seen them, but this is just what I read. I don't like how Ron Howard gives his kids middle names of where they were conceived. I don't want to know.
1: Yeah, that's weird. That's a weird thing.
0: It is. Good director. Was good as Opie. Great as Richie. Weird thing there. Yeah. And no, End is near. all right parting thoughts Dell. you got anything
1: i don't i don't have anything parting thoughts i was going to talk about my in-person classes but you made me talk about that earlier so Sorry. i don't have anything
0: i didn't read the bottom of the script <laughs> but you enjoyed your week off overall
1: i did i did enjoy and that week the off.
0: the film you did is going to be done in uh, early by in the christmas, me- by christmas.
1: They're hoping by Christmas.
0: That's awesome. And and you're also going to be bringing home your a video of your sh- of your play that you did?
1: I will, as soon as we have access to that, I will be forwarding it to probably just you and expect you to distribute it amongst the various family members. Okay, it, it
0: won't be a, a hard copy. It'll be digital. Probably. Yeah, okay. Well, that's fun. And then your in-person classes, are you still going to have some offline as well? Like, is this just one class in person and some on... Online? So so I will have an in person class on Tuesdays, one on Tuesday,
1: one on Wednesday, and one on Friday. And then I'll have an online class on Monday and an online class on Thursday.
0: Because Monday and Thursday is the only day that coronavirus is catchable?
1: Yes, exactly. No, it's it's because so one of my classes is Called professional development, and it's the only class that we're in that is not just the BFA. Right. There are people in BAS who, who are in it, so that couldn't we couldn't get an exception to, exception for that class.
0: Yeah. Oh, that because reminded regular, me. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead and finish. I just got to write something down because it just reminded
1: me. Because regular students can't get exceptions. We're special. And then on Monday, it, it's a voiceover class. It's for like a class for like voiceover, voice acting, like that kind of thing. Oh, like cartoons? That, that's part of it. But also like, you know, voiceovers for commercials, narrating, anything that has to do with you standing in a room speaking in a mic, right. not acting in front of a camera or on stage.
0: Is it taught by David um, At- David Attenborough? It is not. Oh, it should be. Um, or or uh, Morgan Freeman?
1: No, no, it's not. Uh, <laughs> but that just works better online because you have to do computer stuff anyway.
0: Ah, cool. That's handy. And, uh, it's the yeah. COVID. It's the COVID class.
1: Yeah, exactly. So
0: it's good. Well, I have a couple things, and and this one, this first one is just just thought of it when you when you said BFA. Uh, I follow. I don't know how. Wh- I don't know exactly what I did, but what I meant to follow was BFA twenty twenty on Instagram, which is like your class, right?
1: I know exactly the mistake you made. But continue.
0: So so I get your class stuff. I get your class information. I also get these something that's loaded with football, like all these football plays. I'm not sure where it comes from. I haven't figured it out yet. And I also get uh, Beauty Fest Asia 2020. I get all these, all these pictures of Asian women doing their hair. And I don't know how to drop those, but keep your class. I need, some, <laughs> I need an Instagram tutorial.
1: So what you did, so my class has an Instagram page right and that page is at bfa 2021
0: okay yeah 2021 then yeah uh, i follow i follow both i think
1: yeah okay because that's the thing bfa 2020 the class that just graduated they never they don't have an instagram page they hashtagged all their posts hashtag bfa 2020 ah so you followed the hashtag bfa 2020
0: so whoever does that
1: Whoever puts up anything hashtag BFA twenty twenty you will see the post. So
0: Beauty Fest Asia twenty twenty I get the posts.
1: Yeah, because that's hashtag BFA twenty twenty.
0: Okay, good
1: to it's know. it's not a specific page; it's a general hashtag.
0: Ah, okay, okay. So I want to unfollow that. Why yeah, wouldn't and I? And the
1: reason the reason that I know you made this mistake is because I made it and figured it out about a year ago.
0: <laughs> you did the same thing. I did the same. thing. Thing, yeah did you get beauty fest asia too <laughs> no. no no that no, wasn't you...
1: happening back when it was happening to me i got a lot of weird uh i think i got
0: football stuff like, um, like all kinds of football plays
1: no i think i got a lot of like bollywood film association <laughs> um something else other things i got other things um flower festivals um you know whatever was going on about a year ago that was yeah. any acronym of bfa
0: <laughs> crazy crazy yeah okay so i just have to unfollow the hashtag yes because they've all graduated anyway so i'm assuming they don't hashtag why would they do it that way like your Uh, generation is supposed to be tech savvy what were they thinking
1: i don't know i guess they just couldn't be bothered to set up a page
0: well we are having some some wind here today and i took our trampoline apart this past week so there's no it's all all the anything that could catch any wind was gone it's just the frame and the loose netting that can just flap in the breeze for the so the kids don't fall off it's attached once they're once the trampolines on there and there's people bouncing so that the kids don't go flying off and break arms and legs and such but now you know it's just flapping in the wind so there was some pretty intense wind and mom and i were looking at it out the window at the backyard and the trees were just flapping around and everything and then she says there goes the trampoline. And it just got picked up off the ground and started move. And we, for a minute, were like, is that going to come through the window? <laughs> but it just sort of flipped over, uh, hit the bird feeder pole and kind of stopped there. And it it bent a few poles on the trampoline. So it says it's supposed to get really windy again tonight. So I went out and sort of took it apart in the wind and the rain, which wasn't super pleasant. But the danger is passed. We need some new trampoline parts for next year. But, yeah, so that was just some, some crazy wind. Our, na- our neighbor lost a tree. a big One of their big pine trees in the driveway came down, and their gazebo on their back deck, which was also completely taken apart, nothing really for the wind to pick up. It was just a metal structure, picked it up and put it between our two houses upside down. Wow. Yeah, so it's some crazy strong winds. But, you know, climate's not changing. Yeah. And and one more thing. I think it's time. Now that we switched from daylight savings back to regular time, I think we can all agree it sucks. Nobody wants it dark at four thirty, five o'clock at night. Let's just agree. Next time we put it back to daylight savings time, we leave it there. Done with the moving the clock's around. Yeah. Just well, leave
1: Saskatchewan it. And, the,
0: Saskatchewan and Yukon,
1: this is the first year that Yukon didn't change back. And Saskatchewan hasn't changed back
0: for years. Well, there's there's, and, um, there's talk about leaving it in Ontario, but they want to leave it on Standard Time. No! Why would you leave it on Standard Time? Yeah! Morons!
1: It's it's ridiculous. But, you know, there are still people who believe that it's necessary for farming, but that's a myth, I believe.
0: Yeah, maybe it didn't used to be, but who farms? I, I mean, okay, <laughs> there's a few farms in on, but... Not many. Like there just isn't that many. Plus
1: And I believe that the idea was it was like, you know, oh they, they needed the daylight and then I don't know why we ever had to change back, but you know, there are things like electrical lighting and, and flashlights and, and lanterns that yeah. we have invented now.
0: I disagree that it, it costs more in electricity to leave to to not go back. I think it costs more in electricity to go back because people are home in the evenings. You know, people go to work in the morning. Doesn't matter if it's dark. People are home in the evening. Yeah. Daylight savings. I think you could win an election on this.
1: (laughs) Unless you're gonna nationally scrap daylight savings.
0: No, I want daylight savings.
1: Or nationally scrap the standard time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Although you'd
1: probably you would probably then call daylight savings. Well, you probably wouldn't call it standard time. You'd probably just call it time.
0: Yes. Yes, you would. Once it's
1: by itself.
0: Yeah yes so that's 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 uh that's my only other thought
1: yeah i feel like every time that we move a clock this becomes a big conversation where everybody says this is stupid and then and then it kind of just gets dropped until the next time the clock moves
0: i'm just counting the days till spring forward and we're back to some sort of sanity
1: yeah got a long winter ahead of us though
0: yes winter is coming yeah Alrighty. well (laughs) That's the end of you know. This was our thirtieth episode. Really? Yep. Cool. Episode. Wait, wait wait, oh, wait, yeah. wait,
1: wait, 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 okay. wait. Didn't
0: you want to talk about like demographics and like address the viewership or something? Oh yeah, that's a good point. Okay, thanks for reminding me. I did want to do that. So, so is your national address? This is our international address. huh. You know, we have. You get to see your statistics of where where people are listening to your podcast. So sixty seven point eight percent of all our all our listens are in the United States 21 really yeah 21.1 in Canada then it gets small sections in Ireland Denmark India other and United Kingdom but what blew me away was the 67.8 in the US so I can click on United States and then it breaks it down by state 31.6 percent in Ohio I can't think of anybody I know in Ohio
1: I certainly don't know anyone in Ohio. Uh,
0: Virginia is is twenty four point eight percent. Oregon, nineteen point nine percent.
1: I think you just lost it all by calling it Oregon. It's Oregon.
0: Yeah, or whatever. California smaller percentage. There it goes California, Texas, Florida, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, other in Michigan. <laughs> But I, I know some people in the states. I don't think I know anybody that lives in Ohio. I'm pretty yeah. sure I don't know anybody that lives in Virginia.
1: I I know nobody who lives in the states except for Mary.
0: Well, we have relatives that live in the states: Florida, Texas, so yeah, Louisiana. But I think
1: those people on Facebook, maybe Grandma from
0: Grandma sharing, maybe Grandma could be sharing, but still, I don't I don't know who it is. So, so what I'm gonna say is, if you're listening to us. From Ireland or one of the states that, and oh, it, if you're fine. listening to us and you don't know us, send us an email, dad's right podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you because because I find that interesting. You,
1: I find yeah yeah I find that interesting yeah, too. Yeah. I wonder if it's regular viewers or if it's just like people who listen to one episode they, and then they're like yeah maybe they you know, they
0: <laughs> accidentally tune in. Yeah. <laughs> but why would they all do why would they all tune in from ohio i don't
1: know i don't know gotta all tune in from somewhere Might it, well could be from be, ohio. it
0: could be it could be it could just be ohio went republican and i do almost always use trump as a tag
1: oh yeah you're right that could be they probably we
0: could have like, a like, we could have a ton of people that hate us we could have a ton of people that hate us in ohio <laughs>
1: Probably. I mean, like, like. If does it count? Does it register as a listen if somebody clicks it, listens for five minutes, and then they're like, no, this is not for me?
0: Uh, I don't know when it counts. I think you have to download it, I think. I, I don't know.
1: Well, we'll fi- I guess we'll find out, see if anybody responds.
0: Yeah, that would be great. Be Dads right podcast at gmail.com. Just drop us a line and say hi. All right, well, that, that again, wrapped up uh, episode 30. And over those... Since we've moved now to, to Fireside as our, as our provider, we have now over 1,000 downloads with Fireside. We had 300 with Anchor before we left, but we're now at over 1,000 just with Fireside. So that's, that's kind of interesting as well. Sorry? 1,300 total, yeah. Over, 30, yeah over, over 29 episodes. Cool. That's
1: the same number of COVID cases that Ontario got, like, yesterday or the day before.
0: <laughs> that's it. People are home with COVID listening to us. All right, well, we'll talk at you again next week. Thanks for listening.